Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A. Fox, and let's get right into it. First things first, rest in peace to Natalie DeSalle-Reed. Um, you guys may know her from BAPS. She's on the TV show Eve, um, How to Be a Player, Medea's Big Happy Family. I love that movie, by the way. Um, she was only 53 years old, and she died of colon cancer, very similar to um, what Chadwick Boseman died of. He died of colorectal cancer. But, yeah, so tough loss, you know, we she's not like, you know, a name, I don't want to say like not a household name, because we've all seen that, but like in our culture, we know who she is, um, oh, she's on the show Eve, I don't know if you guys remember that show, but yeah, she passed away, um, I don't want to say suddenly, because her family knew that she'd been struggling with this, and apparently she was in hospice care up until the moment she died, um, we really have to be proactive with our health. I know I say it constantly, but I was talking to my mother and we were talking about early screening of cancer. And it's like, just be screened. Make sure you go to the doctor. I know the doctors have not been on our side for forever, but to be honest with you, it's it's just for our benefit. And, you know, just to know sooner Gives us a better chance of fighting it. Gives us a better chance of treating it until it goes out of control. So, R.I.P. to her. Um, really sad. Fifty three, super young. Um, she she leaves on her husband, her kids. Super, super sad. And it's yeah, I was watching. And the funny thing was, not funny, but I was watching Mad Chadwick Boseman movies yesterday, and she happened to pass away from a similar disease. It's really scary. You know, cancer is the scariest thing in the world. And last week we were talking about the COVID um, vaccine. and I asked who would take it and I said myself I wouldn't. I just find it alarming that millions of people over the world and hundreds of thousands died in this country alone from COVID and they found a vaccine for it. But cancer, for some reason... No one can seem to find a cure. No matter how many times you walk for it, no matter how many pink ribbons you get, and people are just battling cancer. Millions of people have died from it. And it's it's a tough thing to live with. Like, I've never gone through it, but I do know of people who said that the chemo is worse than the actual cancer. Like, they wish that their doctor never told them they had it because they were fine up until they got treatment for it. So, like, the radiation and the chemo made them feel like uh, they'd rather die, you know? So it's it's heavy. It's a really heavy um, conversation to have, but, you know, we have to go to our doctors and screen. I know with prostate cancer, a lot of men don't check their prostate until after 40 now. It used to be 50. Now it's after 40. I'm hearing the exam. Very uncomfortable because the doctor sticks his finger up your butt for whatever reason, to fill your prostate, because that's where it is in the area. But we now, it may have to be something that men have to do sooner, you know, and make sure 
you get endoscopies, colonoscopies. We gotta we gotta be vigilant, people. Fifty three is young, Chadwick Boseman was forty three. Like this this is not a game. So RIP to her. Um we actually lost a lot of celebrity this year. Like this year is feeling very two thousand sixteen ish. And if y'all remember 2016, it seemed like everybody died in 2016. Like, everybody. And 2020, I think about close to 15 rappers were killed alone, just rappers, not even icons. I'm not even getting into Kobe and Gianna. Like, but the rappers have been gone. You know what I'm saying? Kobe, Gianna, Chadwick, um, Natalie. There, it's been a lot of people that we lost, like, and from COVID and not from COVID. It's just pretty scary territory out here. Let everybody, you know, be safe and, you know, just be aware of their surroundings. It's, it's a lot. But this year is almost over. Thank God. Thank God. This year was terrible. I don't care what anybody says. I know everybody's like, oh, 2020 wasn't that bad for me. And I was blessed. Well, good for you. That shit is trash as hell for me. Can I wait till 2021? Absolutely, because I thought 2020 was going to be the shit. Boy, was I wrong. So <laughs> next year, I'm, I'm, am I looking forward to it? Sure. Will I wait for the other shoe to drop? Absolutely, because, man, whew, yeah, this has been a trying year for me. I'm sorry to tell you. So it is what it is. Like, my family didn't go without anything, but we definitely lost a lot of people this year. And, you know, a lot of things haven't been happening well for New York City. So the restaurants are still closed at 10 p.m., which technically means like 9 p.m. because they have to, you know, clean up and shut down. And now they're trying to see if um, we're going to be at a level orange. So, again, this year has been crazy. Super tumultuous. But this week is it's such a gossipy week. It is so gossipy. All right, so look. <laughs> now, boom. <laughs> First thing I want to discuss is Tiana Taylor and her plans to quit the music industry. Okay, Biz. Because Biz made a joke <laughs> last week after hearing my show and said, I did this. I did no such thing. All I said was I did not enjoy Tiana's album. I don't understand how I became the bad guy in all this, but fine. Tiana is now saying that she doesn't feel, what's the word, appreciated in the music industry. And she's honestly been in there half her life, because I remember her sweet 16, so pretty much half her life. She's about to be 30, not so soon. So 14 years she's been in the game. And I remember when she was signed to Pharrell, and... um. Yeah, she had the uh, Super Sweet 16 and everything else. It was super cute. I actually, I liked Tiana. I thought she was cool. So, I liked the first album. I enjoyed Seven. Was I a fan of the good music album? Um, Keep the same energy? Not so much. I felt like it was an album full of interludes. And if they were longer in length, I probably would have loved them. But I still enjoyed You're Gonna Love Me. I enjoyed that one. I just felt like the album could have been longer. Seven minutes. It was, I mean, seven songs, like 20 minutes. And it was like three interludes. That was a waste for me. But I think Kanye dropped the ball on that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that was out of her control. The third album, I, I didn't care for. 
the album didn't move me. You know, it is what it is. I think everybody has their own taste, but it didn't do much for me. And she says she feels underappreciated, and it has nothing to do with the Grammys. She basically said her label's been shafting her. I can agree. I totally agree. As much as I enjoyed the first album, I definitely don't believe it got that radio play or the promotion it was supposed to get. And that was years ago. That was like 2012. Yeah, like eight years ago. I enjoyed it. You know, this last, the last one with good music when Kanye had her come out. No, she he had Pusha T come out. Then her and then Nas. Something like that. I know Nas was mad late. Like, he messed that whole thing up. I feel like the way he did that was so selfish. He is such a megalomaniac. Because he wanted to put something out and made it, wanted it all Grammy worthy. So he formatted it in such a way that it was rushed. It was rushed. It wasn't prepared. Granted, Daytona was nominated for Album of the Year. Didn't deserve it. Victory Lap should have got that. But whatever. All right. Cardi B actually won that. But either way. At the end of the day, it was a very selfish move on his part because I don't know if he meant well. I don't know if he's just like, hey, I'm going to be the best, you know, producer slash CEO of all time, make sure everybody gets a Grammy within this same month. He overshot it. It was overambitious and it didn't work. This album, she did it herself. So she said she had all the creative direction and genius, all that was her. I give it to Tiana Taylor. She's wildly creative. She is a creative. Like, you look that up in the dictionary, she's there. She dances. Um, she sings. She writes. Apparently, she acts. She was also in the movie with Natalie DeSell. Um, She actually designed her living room to look like a freaking cartoon. And it does. It does. And all she did was have all white stuff and have artists come in and outline black lines. And it looks like freaking The Simpsons. It's amazing. She's super creative. The, if you want to talk about thinking outside the box, Tiana Taylor has that. And even with the promo of this album, being that it was COVID time, she had hazmat suits for merch. And everybody at the listening party had on a hazmat suit that was promoting the album. Genius. Creative genius. I will never take that away from her. Just because I'm not a fan of like her most recent music. Doesn't mean I could take away her actual talent. She has an undeniable God-given talent for creation, you know? But she did everything on her own. And I honestly blame, I don't know if it's the oversaturation of music that's been going on or the short attention span of listenership. But I do find it very, very common that people listen to something, I'm sure I touched on this last week, but people listen to an album and say this shit is fire for a solid week, maybe two, possibly two. I'm not even gonna go past two, possibly two. And when the next song or album comes out, they don't play it again. It's like it either has no replay value because it's so much music happening, or it's good for the moment and you just don't have time. I don't know who to blame, but I think with her, of course, her label dropped the ball because she's very popular. It's not like nobody knows who Tiana Taylor is. Everybody knows who she is. They honestly anticipate whatever she does. Like, they're really 
people are very intrigued by her. So she just basically said for her mental health and for the sake of her kids and her family, she's just not going to put any more energy into music. And I honestly think that's sad. I really think it is. I think she is a talent. I think it's a waste, but I can see where she's coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been doing this for a very long time. She may be young, but if you've been, if you're not 30 yet and you've been singing and dancing since you were 15, wow. You know, like that's, that's your whole adult life. And when you became a teenager, I guess she's tired, you know, can't knock her for it. I can't. I would hope she changes her mind one day, eventually. I do want to hear more from Tiana. I want to, I want to listen to an older Tiana. I would love to hear like a 36-year-old Tiana on her fifth kid because I know her and Iman are going to have like a basketball team of children and like just notice the maturity and, and the way she writes. I would love to see that, you know what I'm saying? But let's hope we get it. But for now, she's over it. Can't blame her. Can't knock her for it. Um, she's going to be successful regardless. Like that's just one of her many hats. He. I'm gonna tell you, she doesn't need music. You know what I'm saying? She's Tiana Taylor. She's made such a name for herself that music isn't all she is or all she's known for. So I feel like she has a very good um, eye for fashion. Some things I wouldn't wear because I'm not bold enough. <laughs> like she just put on a, a Louis Vuitton scarf and made it like the biggest do rag ever. And it looks fire. I think she will have an amazing career in fashion. You know, she's she's good. She can still dance. She's a creative. You know, you can't you can't turn you can't shut down a creative no matter how much you want to. They're different. That's a different breed of people, you know. I'd like to say I am, but I'm not. I, I get too much sleep to be a creative. I can't draw. Like <laughs> like I'm a real right side of your brain kind of person. So it is what it is. But um wishing her well when she says for her mental health, gotta respect that. So I wish you well, TT, but you don't need it. You know what I'm saying? You don't need good luck. You got it already. So you'll be all right. Um, what I'm looking forward to, though, so this Saturday, Ashanti and Keisha Cole are having a versus battle. Let me be clear. My first, these you kids out here don't know what it's like to have your first cell phone. I had my cell phone when I was 14, okay? You know what it's like for your favorite song to come on the radio and you got to sit by the radio and record the particular part and leave it as your outgoing voicemail message, okay? My first one was Foolish, okay? The first time I ever did that, Foolish was the song that played in my voicemail. 2001. Yes, I had a cell phone then. Shout out to Nokia. Shout out to Worldcom Wireless. So I'm not dissing Ashanti. I think Ashanti is bad. It's all outside. Her body is gold. She's very successful musically. I believe she owns all her publishing, so she's never going to go broke. Very good music. I give it to her. She is no slouch at any shape, form, or fashion. But there was never a time in my life when I was going through a breakup or happiness, or anything in a relationship, and I say, yo, turn that Ashanti up. It's only been Keisha. 
Let me, Keisha. First off, yes, I got the ketchup and mustard here in 2005. Not a lot of pictures of it. Thank God for my friends for not documenting that the way they should have. Good looking out. But yes, I did. All right. I should have cheated. I don't love, what was it? I changed my mind. Okay. Then, um, oh, of course, love. What does Shanti got for love? I want y'all to tell me. When, when Keisha sing love, and I listen to Shanti's album, she ain't got nothing for love. There's nothing she got that can beat that in the rap. It's just Keisha. I'm going for Keisha, man. I know everybody's like, oh, Keisha can't really sing her voices in the fifth. I think Ashanti only sings one note. I do. I don't. She doesn't move me. She doesn't move my spirit. I'm, again, she's not trash. She's very talented. She can write her ass off. But if I want emotions and I want to fight a nigga, or I want to cry over a nigga, or I want to kill a nigga. I want to kill a. I want to kill a girl he's cheating on me with. Man, if I want to go in the bathroom and tuck myself in the fetal and cry, what is Shanti song is gonna make me want to do that? I can name thirty-two Keisha songs that can make me do that. I posted falling out on my Instagram story, and damn near cried listening to the part I posted. I'm not even going through nothing. Man, I'm going for Keisha. I got my Rockaway leather out the closet. I'm going to find me some bootcut jeans. I'm with some constructs. If I could find like a baby fat shirt or get me like a baby fat shirt, I'm all set. I got, I'm trying to find a red wig though because I got a red wig and all I got to do is catch up and mustard that bad boy and I'll be Keisha 2005. And listen, I'm excited about this versus battle. Okay? R.I.P. to my Mima, which is like my best friend slash sister's mom. She passed away like five years ago. Me and her, when I tell you we ran that second album just like you into the ground, she played Heaven Sent every time. We did not play around Keisha, right? We don't play about Keisha. Keisha got some heat. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Keisha got heat. Shanti got heat too. But Keisha, Keisha make you pull out the heat when that nigga gets you mad. Like, <laughs> she do. I just get too many feelings. I get too many emotions when it comes to Keisha. She, she, she's a shit, man. Like, I, I'm really excited about this versus battle. I really hope that it's a big turnout. Damn, that should be a ladies' night versus battle. I know I'm messing up, y'all. Me and my friends wanted to do something on Saturday, and I made other plans, and then they made a versus battle. Like, damn, I didn't think it all the way through. But, yeah, it's, I feel like that's going to be epic for us, for, like, my little, my generation, my age group. It's going to be great. I was hearing whispers of Foxy and Kim, though. I don't know how true they are, but I'm absolutely looking forward to this battle, so. My money's on Keisha. So the NBA is coming back. It's been short. They said it's been like 72 days since they won the um championship like this is like the shortest off season ever for them and but they're back with new rules because you know covid i am not against these new rules so the first cut well i know they are but i'm not so some rules are they only have select bars that they can attend 
I guess, you know, to keep it down, to keep the um COVID um increase what's why I can't find words today. We have to go back to school, people. Um, to keep the rising COVID cases down. So um they have like specific places that the plays are allowed to go. Is it excessive? It it could be. Um, I feel like if I make a certain amount of money and I want to go somewhere, I'm I'm gonna go. Just gonna have my mask on, like let me be okay. But I I can understand that people have families, and you know they don't want to give it to their kids if they see their kids. Because I don't know if it's gonna be in the stadiums or I know it's not gonna be in the bubble, but you know I don't know how many people will be in, in attendance in the stadiums, things like that. So they're just taking precautions. No strip clubs, by the way. They don't want them at the strip clubs. That is going to be virtually impossible, Adam Silver. Virtually impossible. I'm just telling you that now. If one thing basketball players love, it's the strip clubs, okay? They love the wings. They love the women. Good luck there. But my favorite part is now they want to find for load management. Thank you. I hate load management. I do. You can call me old school. You can say whatever you want. I expect NBA players to play all 82 games unless they're hurt. Allen Iverson played with five injuries and still got pummeled on the court every single time. There's no reason why you need to rest because you're playing the Pelicans or you need to lie down or take a nice little break. Because you're playing the, damn, who's a bad team? Spraying out a bad team. Oh, the Knicks. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just ridiculous. So, um, we're talking about you, Kawhi. We're talking about you, fucking Paul George. They've been talking shit, too. It's been, like, a lot of L.A. Clippers shatter. That is very gossipy. Like, Paul George was blaming Doc Rivers. For the reason why they didn't go to the playoffs, so or the reason why they lost in the playoffs, excuse me. Um, sir, they call you playoff PG. You didn't deliver at all. And then they're saying there was beef in the um locker rooms, and when Montrezl Harrell went to the Lakers, they was all feeling some kind of way. But did the Clippers want to keep him? He was traded. What's wrong with y'all? Like it's, uh, <laughs> it's just it seems very catty in there. For grown men, Patrick Beverly seems very catty. Paul George is very catty. It's just, I'm, I don't like the vibes. I don't like the vibes in the Clippers place. It just doesn't work for me. Um, But yeah, so they're going to be fine for that. I think 5000 a game for that? Yeah. You shouldn't be sitting out because you don't feel like playing. I don't, I don't believe in that shit. That's a trap. If you don't, if you hurt, if your body's hurting, that's different. But if you're like, oh, I don't have to fly in New York because we're gonna win against the Knicks anyway, nah, that's that's whack. That's that's real whack. And it's so many like moves being made because now you got Westbrook on on the Wizards, and you got John Wall and Boogie on the Rockets, which I would like to see. Um. My nets are looking okay. Thank God Harden didn't go because I'd have really had to file a lawsuit and sue the nets for pain and suffering because we don't need them. 
Um, it's a lot of things. Oh, and all the Bull Brothers pause. LeVar Sons. Um, all right, let me get their names right because I'm trying to, I'm trying. I hate all their names. But LaMelo, LiAngelo, and Lonzo are now all in the um, NBA. He said they were too. The Holiday Brothers are all in the NBA too. But, you know, it's it's been a lot of moves being made. And it seems to make for an entertaining year. So I'm excited to see how this goes. I would hope that um the COVID cases stay down for them. We don't need another season shut down. That was just too confusing. But, yeah, let's hope everybody brings their A game. It's, it's going to be a good little season. Football hasn't even been that bad when it comes to COVID. Yeah, there have been entire offensive lines who've caught it. Shit, even my team caught it. But um, go Patriots, by the way. We're finally at 500. Shit, took us long enough. But um, either way, we'll see how it goes again this year. I know we're still waiting on the second wave where the second wave is about to hit. Let's hope it doesn't. You know, we need some normal schedule programming back. So good job, NBA. Let's see how you guys do this year. Um, Next. It's a lot of gossip going on this week. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I feel like the Breakfast Club. I feel like this whole episode is mad rumor report. Okay, so um, the baby, y'all know I love the baby. You know, I I got him. Um, he's been like off and on messing with Danny Lay. You know that girl who sing that easy song with Chris Brown. She got I like the way she did. She mad smooth with it. Like she's super cute. I remember them, like, it being rumored that they're together, and then the baby's baby moms was like, duh, that's me. Like, I'm still with him and this whole thing. So I I kind of slightly remember a little fallout. Like, I remember Danny kind of subbing and saying how she needs a different type of nigga. I remember certain niggas shooting their shots, like Bow Wow and stuff like that. So last week, I guess Danny said, fuck it. <laughs> She posted a picture of her and the baby and was just like, this is it. This is what we are. This is what's happening. He liked the picture. They are now Instagram official. We know what that means, kids, right? Because only (laughs) relationships are only real when you post them on Instagram, right? Fucking society so stupid. Anyway, (laughs) so um, she basically said, show the world, hey, I'm in love with the baby. Cool. Mimi, I wouldn't say the baby mama because it just goes the baby and the baby mama. But whatever. Her name is Mimi though. <laughs> so then Mimi posts a picture of her and the baby hugged up and it says, But well, wasn't this you with me last month? First of all, a lot can happen in a month. That's one. Second of all, it was a hug. We all like my man hugged up with his baby mom like that. No. But it wasn't too bad. Like it it wasn't too bad, let's just say. Um, I personally would be offended if I was Mimi and then she's posting him and he liked the picture. So clearly he's confirming and solidifying whatever they whatever they are or whatever she's trying to say they are. I ain't let her have him. No, no, not Mimi. <laughs> Mimi said no. Then she dropped the record. I'm not going to, we're not going to get into the, the record. It was a snippet I saw on Shave Room, and I want my 30 seconds back. But whatever. 
So then the baby starts posting Danny Lay and his stories and responding to her and her posts and everything. So I don't know if anybody's ever seen my best friend's wedding, but Julia Roberts falls in love with like her best friend who's getting married to another woman. The other woman's Cameron Diaz. So Cameron Diaz sees Julia Roberts kiss her man, which is Julia's best friend. Right, so Cameron Diaz like drives off, and Julie Roberts' best friend—I forgot his name—he drives off after her to chase her, and Julie Roberts chases him. Her gay friend, she calls on the phone, and he said, "If you're chasing him and he's chasing her, who's chasing you?" Mimi, who's chasing you? Who, Mimi? Why you, why, we get it. You have, you have a family with him. You have children with him. You love him. And then she made it like a point to say that she broke up with him. So she's not hurt about anything. She broke up with him. She's fine. Yesterday, Danny Lay posted a picture of them two hugged up. And it's just, it's, it's, I don't understand. Like she keeps having (laughs) things to say about this. First off, Danny Lay is not the problem. I'm here to tell you, ladies, usually the, the other woman is not the problem. That man has decided. <laughs> he has decided that he don't want to be with you no more. That is his thing. He said, forget it. I'm not doing this no more. What you made her for? Why? What, what did that girl do to you? You know what I'm saying? So it's like she she's throwing stuff at her. She's saying little snippet things, and it's like, you just said that was y'all a month ago, but then she gonna post, well, I don't post him because I be with him in real life. Which one is it? Let him go, girl. <laughs> Let him go, girl. You either had him last week, last month, and and left him, or you with him in real life. At the end of the day, the only one that looks stupid is you. Danny Lay don't look stupid. Danny Lay looks mutually loved. And again, you can't like take everything that you see on Instagram and face value. Absolutely not. But come on. You really going this hard, looking this crazy, and this nigga is literally saying, nah, I'm with her now. Say whatever you want about what y'all do behind closed doors or what what he do when he's with you. But if you allow that shit and this man over here parading around with another chick, do better, ma. Do better. Just just put the phone down. Find somebody else. It's it's okay. You'll get you somebody else. I love me some the baby. But I'm sure you can find a nigga that can dress better than him. Cause child. <laughs> Either way, me move on. Um, just just do that. And um, Danny Lay, be careful. You know, if you could do it to her, you might be able to do it to you. So just don't get pregnant by a nigga. You're alright. Um, next topic. So little baby. First off, I thought I loved my friends, and I thought, like, I had amazing friends until little baby's birthday just passed, and I realized my friends ain't shit, but I feel like everybody realized that. I truly do, <laughs> because that man was not only celebrating for, like, six days, he got, like, insane presents. Um, Jada, his girl, bought him, like, a one of 12 watch. Um, James Harden bought him a Richard Milley watch as well. And Mad Honey Buns 
and a hundred thousand dollars. Just all of that. Like he bought all three of those things. Weird, yes. <laughs> Expensive, definitely. I believe um what's the CEO name? P. I think P got him a Lamborghini. I know he got him a very expensive foreign car. And, you know, the birthdays of this kept coming, kept rolling in. And I felt like, wow, my friends don't love me enough. Like, this little nigga is getting it. Like, he had a good year, too. I give him that. The baby had a very, the baby, see, I'm fucking up. Little baby <laughs> had a very good year. He had an amazing album, which for some reason keeps getting, like, swept under the rug. Hip-hop awards, Grammys, everybody's soul training. Everybody likes doing him dirty. This is a very good album, and I wasn't a little Baby fan until I heard this album. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the Bigger Picture song. He he worked hard this year. Like, he really bust his ass this year. Um, the kid deserves it. He's, he's super young. But, yeah, so he's enjoying his birthday and everything's going great, you know? And then you look online. And we see that a prostitute, or she's a porn star, right? But when you get paid to have sex, you're still a prostitute, so it is what it is. So, apparently he, mind you, and I think Jada gave him money, too. Because she gave him, like, 25000 before. And I remember him giving her, tw- she gave him 25000 and everybody keeps saying, oh, she get- she keeps giving him his money back. No, Jada was making money off of lashes or something. Lashes, she was making money off of. And then, um, you know, she do bookings. Because you get booked for being a rapper's baby mom slash girlfriend these days. You ain't got to do shit but have a baby by a rapper or be dating a rapper. And now the club is throwing like $20,000 at you just to go. So she has money. I'm sure she has her own money. I'm not saying it's as much as little babies, but I'm sure she pulls in her own coin. So, um, she gave him $25,000 one year, and then he had the nerve to say he ain't in love with her. He actually don't love nobody. That was the craziest thing I've heard, and yet here they are still together with their baby. So, yeah, apparently with the money that Jada gave him for this birthday, he spent 6000 of it on a prostitute. And, yeah, she exposed him. That's super odd to me because I feel like if you're a prostitute or an escort, most of your job is discretion, no? Like, like it's being discreet. Like, nobody's going to want to have sex with you if they know you're going to tell everybody if they had sex with you. It's just the thing. When men pay for sex, they, they require anonymity most of the time, especially if they could get it for free, which is odd. But, yeah. So now, little baby was denying it. Said he was with Jada the entire time, all weekend. I believe they went to Vegas. They went a few places again. His friends are amazing. My friends ain't shit. Or maybe we're just too poor for this. That's true. We're just poor. My friends are great. I'll take it back. <laughs> but um, Jada is like, nah. These people say whatever. Da da. And then the girl leaks DMs, and it looks very clear. That this is a real thing. That this is what little baby's done. So, <laughs> let's just get into our topic now.
The great Meek Mill once said, if you ever cry again, it's going to be in a Rolls Royce. Right? And you know what's so funny? Not too long ago, Jada posted a picture in a Rolls Royce. Like, <laughs> she she posted the picture. It, it was I thought it was funny because I guess I missed it. Maybe I didn't realize that that's when she um posted it. Maybe I didn't put two and two together. But apparently she posted herself in the Rolls Royce, and basically she rather cry there. Like, <laughs> hey, so my question is. Because, you know, I know she invests a lot of time and energy in this man. They have a child together. And, oh, by the way, I think a little baby is the most unattractive thing I've ever seen in my life, which kills me because the, the confidence and the sheer audacity to cheat on Jada, who's a very pretty girl, that's that's a different level of ain't shit to me because how goddamn big. But when niggas got money, it's just certain things. That's why, like, I just want to discuss this like I feel like of course no woman wants to be with a man who can't provide you know what I'm saying or or provide for themselves at least not even for her same shit with men you know what I'm saying men I'm pretty sure they want an independent woman that can take care of herself cool but you know I find it <laughs> that when it comes to successful I, I could say rich but, you know, people are very into appearances these days. So if you look rich, if you look like you have something, I can see women gravitating to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, women and men are like, if somebody's popular on Instagram or, you know, on social media, and it's just a good look to have that person, like your person on the page, you'll let certain things slide. You know what I'm saying? And like like me said, if you have a cry again, it's going to be the Rolls Royce. You'd rather cry in the Rolls Royce in the future, you want to cry there or in the, or in the Nissan. Which do you pick? Like, I just, <laughs> I feel like when you date with, when you date men who come from that kind of caliber, there is a level of confidence that's pretty much arrogant. So they expect to be able to cheat or they expect to be able to be, you know, rude, unfaithful, you know, verbally abusive because they feel like they're paying for everything and what you're going to do, where you're going to go. What you going to leave? You're not going to leave me. So what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I feel like it's, it, again, audaciousness. Like, <laughs> one thing about these niggas, they going to have that audacity and they do. So, is it the fact that they have the money, or is it the fact of how you feel about them? Because I, I've i never had the option to cry in a Rolls Royce. I would love it. I, I would welcome it. I would, <laughs> I would really be okay with it. Because when I was younger, it was a couple times I cried on the bus. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... To cry, the Rolls Royce seems like a different kind of level of depression, but it's a it's a better level because you know you're doing better. <laughs> you know, financially it seems better, but mentally you're still sad. You're still super sad, but you're sad in a nice vehicle. You know, and it's like I remember the first time Emily was on Love and Hip Hop, 
then this car is very popular. Every black guy drives a Rolls Royce. I'm just going back in my head. And when Chrissy dragged, dragged Kim Bella, and Emily was crying because, you know, Kim Bella was like, yeah, so I fucked Fab. I didn't know y'all together or whatever. Emily cried pretty much all episode. But when she drove home, she she was in a Bentley. She, she drove home in a Bentley. And I will be here like, oh, that's the first thing I said when I saw it. This had to be eight years ago, maybe nine. Shit, probably ten. And I was like, yo, she dead ass sad, but look at that <laughs> Like, I almost felt like I'm gonna chin up, Emily. You'll be all right. Like, because you got the wrong story. You should be good. But I know a different caliber of man will not be able to get away with certain things. I just know. You got to be like, I feel like if a man who doesn't get that amount of money, you definitely love him. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying those men aren't loved correctly or properly. Not at all. I'm just saying if, like, your nigga drives a Kia Optima <laughs> and he cheat on you, you'll be less inclined to forgive him if he drove a Mercedes. That's all I'm saying. It, it seems like you get away with more when you provide more. And that's what seemed to be the case. But apparently Jada was like, nah, he messed up the brand and he bad for business, which is true. I think that that porn star bad for business. She ain't supposed to be saying nothing. Honestly, like, come on. You messing up everybody's money, too. What if other people want to be porn stars? What if I want to be a porn star? And you just messed it up. It, it should be like something in the union. I know they got a union for porn stars. They have to have a union. It, that is like a very dangerous job to have. That's worse than being a damn carpenter in OSHA. You definitely should have a union for sex workers. I'm just saying, if you don't start one, people, I'm dead ass about that, by the way. I've been watching polls. So please, start a union for sex workers. But anyway, I honestly believe you should not be able to like just go out and blurt that kind of information. Like, Come on, shorty. You mess up everybody else's coin. And, you know, little baby continued to DM this girl. And I'm like, my God, sir. My God. <laughs> like, why you keep talking to her? You can't send no proxy. It's just, it's, I don't know, man. And like I said, he looks like an underdeveloped sea turtle. So I'm not really understanding the, the, the allure, if you will. But what I do feel like, again, I've never had the option to cry in a Rolls Royce. But I do feel like, God forbid, I'm in a relationship with someone that I live with. And he tells me, I cheated on you with such and such. Right? Let me tell you what goes through a woman's mind. When a nigga cheats. It's not even about the other woman more than what did you do with her. What did you do with her? Meaning, what did you spend on her for her to get your attention? What are you paying for right now? What are you buying and what have you bought? It's pretty much a lot of the situation. So for me, if you are telling me, hey, I cheated on you with such and such. 
and the light bill ain't been paid, the food is all empty, and the rent is a month behind, you get the fuck out of my house immediately, because I can do bad all by myself, alright, so if you ain't gonna help me out with what's going on here, you're not pulling your weight, you're not doing what you need to be doing, and you got the nerve to be laid up with the next chick, you can get the fuck out of here, but if you come to me with the same conversation, and the rent's been paid up, and the light bill's on, and everything else is copacetic, I might tell you stay outside for a day or two and come back home in a second. I just need a minute. I need a break from you. Because my priorities is all together. <laughs> my house is in order. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, did you cheat? Yes. Is that wrong? Absolutely. But did you take care of home as you cheated? You can't do both. You shouldn't be doing both. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. If you want to sit there and be Don Juan, that's fine. Just make sure all the rent is paid on this side and you're okay. I'm not. I'm probably not going to let nothing slide if I'm in the red. I'm probably not going to let nothing slide if I got to, you know, pay extra for everything because you're not pulling your weight. There is a very good chance. I'm being completely honest, people. You can be mad at me all you want. That's fine. I just know my truth, and that would be my truth. If I see that home is taken care of, I'm going to be very upset. I definitely don't expect you to cheat again. I don't want you to cheat again. But like I said, I am more inclined to forgive if the priorities are in order. So this is what it brings me to this. So what's more important? material things are your own self-worth and this is this is where a lot of people struggle you know what I'm saying I feel like I'm deserving of the greatest love because I dish it out you know what I'm saying I, I'm I give it so I should receive it back of course that's not how life works that's not the, how, the way the world works but that's just something I do I'm just a, that kind of person I'm not gonna deny you know, somebody you love, if I feel love for you, that's what you're going to get. I just feel like, and I don't think material things play a huge part. Like, like I know I just said, oh, as long as the bills are paid, like they, it's not like I'm looking the other way. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to feel like at least he's still taking care of me. It's just, I know it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. But honestly, it's just, it's just something because I, I've seen men, you know, cheat with endless women and they, they women can't pay for this or their kid is like lacking in something because you over here and you popping bottles. What what Fab said? Um baby, um what he said, something about um he popping bottles in the club he pop rose but don't bring baby bottles through. That's the thing. These niggas be in the club stunting. I, I, I think the children call it capping and flexing. And then their kids is at home starving. Like, this is a real thing. I I would never want to be that person or person depending on that kind of man. But there are men that really have their issues, but will take care of who they're with. But I feel like you have to know that you're deserving of more. You have to know that you're worthy of better. You know, like, oh, he could buy you Chanel this, Gucci that. And then, you know, 
when he leaves you and gives her Chanel this and Gucci that and continues to give her that, you know what I'm saying, you may have a tough time. I'm not saying a lot of women can't fend for themselves. That's what we're not, but I just know certain people who look to material desires, things can turn out that way. Like you've been so dependent on one person that you forgot to be independent and, you know, take care of yourself just in case that person doesn't work out. So we have to find that balance, you know what I'm saying? We have to find that of, yeah, he's doing me dirty, and he's saying, but he's saying for this, we really have to be better with that. We have to realize and determine that we don't have to stay, you know? You don't have to deal with any man, you know what I'm saying, that you feel makes you feel unwanted or just doesn't see you for you. If he feels the need to go somewhere else with someone else, then you kind of got to let him be, you know? And he can throw all kinds of money at you. But I saw something on Facebook. You know, memes are a great thing. Okay, nobody said <laughs> memes are a great thing. They, they're not like encyclopedic knowledge, but they come from a real place. And it said, no one, no woman's going to leave you because you fucked up. We're human. She left you because you made it a habit. If you make that a habit, if I say, oh, so you cheated, but the whole the house is taken care of, I'll think about it. You know what I'm saying? But if this happens the next month, another time, it's over for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I can take care of this shit by myself. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of women keep letting it go further and further. So it's like, Oh, he cheated. It's fine. He bought me a he bought me a necklace. Oh, he cheated, but it's fine. He he paid for this. He paid for that. You know, he got this for me, and basically, he gets to cheat in exchange for every time. Nah. At the end of the day, you got to keep your pH balance level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And having sex with all these women got to be bad for your area, and it's bad for you. You know what I'm saying? You could be out here with the Flyest shit and the dopest things, but if a chick laying next to your man, she got that one up on you, whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to determine our value and what we stand for and what we're going to take. You know, we can't let it be a habit, honestly. And um, I was discussing things like this. Like I told somebody, I, I think I told my mother, I said, I never want to be the second wife of an entertainer or anybody famous. Because I've noticed when it comes to the... Uh, no, I said that would be the first wife. That's what I said. Sorry. When it comes to first wives, like Tori Hart. Um, I can name Mad first wives. Um, what's her name? What's her name? I said I can name Mad once I have to do a whole fucking list. Good job, Amber. Oh, Siobhan Funches on Dwayne Wade's first wife. Um, even white men, you can go to their first wives too. Like when it comes to successful men, I know that the first wives are the only ones who go through hell and back for them. Like they be the ones who give up their career so he can be successful in his. And they watch the kids full time and they take care of him and they're his lover and his secretary working every day of the week for eleven years. You know, <laughs> like I can that's what how it usually happens. And then he get on and leave your ass for a white girl or just a younger version of you or a foreign, you know what I'm saying? And now she is reaping all the benefits that you worked so hard for. 
You know what I'm saying? And he's not trying to provide for nothing now because he got a new family to take care of. That shit is insane to me. Like, rappers, actors, shit, anybody. Like, <laughs> any type of celebrity. The first wives get the show down to the stick all the time. And they the ones who've been through the fire with you. The fire. They've been through all that. They were poor. They saw you when no one else would give you the time of day. They married you. They fell in love with you. They were with you when not one of them bitches would look at you twice if your bank account was the same way it was back in, what, 2001. And then you get a little bit of money. You get a little fame. You get a little success. Now you get women you could never get before, and you shit on the one that was there from the beginning. Man, it got to be rough to be a first wife. I'll be feeling for Kevin Hart first wife. I truly do. He like he built his his stand up career, which is trash now. But his stand up career, the first two ones are great, and it's basically built on him and his wife's relationship. And the second one's built on him cheating on his wife. Like yo, it gotta be rough. You was with the nigga when he's in Philly, and he didn't have nothing, and he was doing movies for Rockefeller that was straight to DVD. Like, and now he's Kevin Hart, like the biggest comedian of our time. And somebody else is reaping those benefits with your kids. And I'm not saying you wasn't like you guys were like, we're meant to be together forever. And you know, you know, when you're unhappy, you're unhappy. But I feel like a lot of these successful men cause their own unhappiness. Like, men hate confrontation, but they're always the ones to start it. Y'all sit there, y'all don't want to argue, y'all don't want to fight about shit because y'all don't have the time to do it. But y'all create the fights. Of course I'm going to yell at you. Of course I'm going to argue with you. Of course I'm going to throw something at your head. You're cheating on me. What? Like, (laughs) shit like that. That boggles my mind. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the second wife, shorty be like 20 pounds, 20 pounds, 20 years. um, Actually, yeah, 20 pounds lighter. (laughs) 20 years younger. She ain't got a care in the world. All she got to do is sit around and be pretty, and he going to throw that card at her every time she wants and throw it in the back. After you had to sit there and raise his kids and forget your dreams and move everything you were to the sidelines to make him who he is today, and he treats you as if you are a discarded piece of something? Nah, can't be me. Can't be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, ladies? I mean, to each their own. I honestly don't see myself, you know, doing anything like that, I, you never know, though. Again, I've never been in a position where I could go, oh, it's my rich man. No, I never dated no rich nigga. I've dated a lot of, like, well-off men and men who don't, like, who aren't broke, who are great providers and who work a really good job and take care of themselves, their families, stuff like that. That's fine, but I ain't never fucked with nobody making seven figures. No. That extra comma sounds nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was, that extra comma sounds like something I want for myself. <laughs> but um, honestly, ladies, come on. You know, and I feel for Jada. And everybody's like, listen, Jada ain't a cheat. That's fine. I'm going to cheat on my nigga for her. Like, you can tell she really got love for that kid. I, I, I mean, I don't see why. But <laughs> I definitely know she can do way better. But, you know, when you love somebody, you love somebody. And... I just need us as black women, honestly, because, you know, we run the fucking world. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. We 
are like the most educated people in the United States right now. Yeah, our demographic is like the most educated. And I feel like, you know, we have the world at our feet. They just don't realize it yet. They don't know it yet. And it's been like that since the dawn of the time. Like they don't see our magic. They don't see our wonder. But um, yeah, we don't need these nigga ladies. We don't. We'll be just fine. I'm like, we're going to need some of them sometimes. I'm just saying. For certain reasons, of course, if we want to, like, procreate and shit, if we want new people in the world, we're going to have to deal with niggas at some point. But, yeah, man, it is what it is. She's young. Hopefully she bounces back from this. You know, let it be a lesson to everybody. But do what your heart desires. Do what your heart's content. And just know that you deserve better, know that you deserve more. Our weekly hustle comes from at I am Kara J on Instagram, and it reads, so many women don't realize this, but whatever you settle for, you choose. Whatever you allow, you invite. So if he's out here embarrassing you and you're staying, you're not only choosing that you're inviting him to keep going with more embarrassment and disrespect. This is A. Fox, and it has been According to Fox. Peace out, y'all.